Monday, everyone. This is Garrison Hardy with your Cross Politic Daily News Brief for Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Folks, our upcoming Fight Laugh Feast Conference is now under two months away from happening in Knoxville, Tennessee, October 6th through the 8th, like six weeks away. Don't miss Beer and Psalms, our amazing lineup of speakers, which includes George Gilder, Jared Longshore, Pastor Wilson, Dr. Ben Merkel, Pastor Toby, and we can't say yet. Also, don't miss our awesome vendors, meeting new friends, and stuff for the kids too, like jumpy castles and accidental infant baptisms. Also, did you know you can save money by signing up for a club membership? So, go to FightLaughFeast.com and sign up for a club membership today, and then register for the conference with that club discount. We can't wait to fellowship, sing songs, and celebrate God's goodness in Knoxville October 6th through the 8th. Now, here's what you may have missed over the weekend. Transgender kids can be considered to play girls' sports in Utah after ruling. Really, Utah? This is supposed to be a very conservative state, I thought. We got our got our Mormon friends down there. I mean, they should be keeping an eye on this. Transgender girls in Utah will be given the opportunity to participate in girls' sports as the school year begins after a judge on Friday refers to ban pending legal challenges from parents. Instead of an outright ban, transgender girls will now be sent before a commission that will determine a case-by-case basis in their participation compromises fairness. Utah's Republican lawmakers created the commission in a law passed earlier this year as a fallback plan to be implemented in case of an injunction against the law. Under the law, the panel will be allowed to ask for and assess the child's height and weight in making decisions about whether a transgender boy would have an unfair advantage. Unbelievable. The commission, which is set to be convened in the coming weeks, will include politically appointed experts from athletics and medicine. Yes, those experts think boys can be girls and vice versa. When proposed, the commission was criticized by advocates for transgender student-athletes who worried they would feel targeted having their bodies measured and proponents of an outright ban who argued it didn't go far enough. The commission is set to go into effect while the court weighs the legal challenge to the outright ban. Members have not yet been appointed but will be in the coming weeks, legislative leaders said. The state's association overseeing more than 80,000 students playing high school sports has said only one transgender girl competed in their leagues last year. And with school sports already underway, it's unclear how many will go before the commission and when its decisions will take effect. Utah's ruling marked the latest court development in a nationwide debate over how to navigate the flashpoint issue. At least 12 Republican-led states, including Utah, have passed laws banning transgender boys. This article keeps trying to put women or girls. That's not how it goes. In sports, based on the premise, it gives them an unfair competitive advantage, which is true. Transgender rights advocates counter the rules aren't just about sports, but another way to demean and attack transgender youth. Similar cases are underway in states such as Idaho, West Virginia, and Indiana. Utah's ban took effect in July after its Republican supermajority legislature overrode a veto by Governor Spencer Cox, also a Republican. The transgender girls and the parents filed the lawsuit last May, contending the ban violates the Utah's Constitution of guarantees of equal rights and due process. Utah State Senate Stuart Adams, a Republican, said in a statement Friday that the commission will now make decisions in a way to protect equitable and safe competition while preserving the integrity of women's sports. Yeah, well, there's some cracks there. The commission will include a medical data statistician, a physician with experience about gender identity health care, a sports psychologist, 
mental health professional, collegiate athletic trainer, rep, uh, representative of an athletic association, and a pastor. No, I'm kidding. It doesn't say that, but it should. And a rotating member who is a coach or official in the sport relevant to each case. Minter said he hopes the commission will act merely as a safety net, with the presumption being that transgender girls, boys, can play unless there is an obvious issue of competitive fairness. Well, get it together, Utah. Come on. Now, moving on from one child abuse case to another, principal calls police on four-year-old who refuses to wear a mask. A four-year-old. A California... Ah, that makes sense. It's from California. That's why. A California father is calling for change after police escorted him and his son, who's aged four, from school property for attempting to drop his son off without a mask. The father, who is only identified as Sean by the Daily Mail, was confronted by local police on Thursday at an elementary school in Mountain View, a city in Silicon Valley. In a video recorded by Sean, the little boy is maskless and being escorted from school by a staff member. I welcome him here, and I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I want him here, but it is our district's policy. Uh, Miss Williams, we have a guest here. Notice, here she comes, pulling him out of class. I want him here. He is a lovely child. We're here to support and serve him. Our district policy has changed. I am here to serve all students on our campus who cannot keep spending time on the same issue. Thank you. I'm going to have to have you remove from campus. Okay. You will. Okay. All right. Police officer, police officer, remove a four-year-old from campus. But the school district has decided on independently because. From what I understand, yeah. is the numbers in, within their school district has increased. Yeah. So that's they're basing that decision. And and you know I can't say like what they're doing is wrong, and I can't say what you're doing is yeah. wrong. And and honestly, like both sides have valid points. Yeah. For me, I just gotta make sure the rest of the, as a campus as a whole, everyone's safe and that kids get their education and yeah. you know and you know that's. And, and you seem like a good dude, you seem good father. And so yeah. I, I just I just hope like by next week they lift this and then it's, it's all resolved. The seven-day rolling average for positive COVID cases in the area, which is one of the most affluent in the nation, is 544, significantly down from the peak of over 5,000, reported by the Daily Mail. On Friday, the day after the incident, Mountain View, Wisman, School district changed its policy in accordance with the new CDC guidance. The students at their nine elementary and two middle schools are now no longer required to wear face masks. However, Sean claims the mask mandates have not gone away for good because the rule could easily be reinstated. Quote, they have not rescinded the policy, he explained. Ultimately, what we are trying to do is get parental choice or parental opt-out. And hey, you do have a choice. You could homeschool. According to the disgruntled father, the district's policy on masking is week by week on slash off switch. John said he and his wife believe their son have special needs. He also said the son has never worn a face mask before, and when he was asked to at a routine doctor visit, he became distressed. To help ease the transition into school, Sean said he began voicing his concerns about mandatory masks to Mountain View Wisman School District in the spring, but the superintendent was unresponsive. 
Quote, they told me to force it on him, he told the Daily Mail. They are basically telling me to assault and batter my son. End quote. Now, look, I sympathize with the father, but I also put blame on him. Get your kid out of public school. End of story. Perhaps the Lord is opening his eyes to the issue. Now, let's stop and take a moment to thank one of our corporate sponsors. Using a smartphone or computer opens the door to a host of digital temptations. In a world saturated with pornography and other harmful content, what is a Christian to do? We need to take a proactive approach, welcoming transparency in our digital media choices. And hey, Accountable to You makes that easy. Our accountability software shares detailed activity reports from all your devices and your kids' devices in real time to the accountability partners that you choose. With accountability in place, your family can effectively guard against temptations online and live with purity and integrity. Learn more and try it free. You heard it free at accountabletoyou.com slash FLF. That's accountable, the number two, you.com slash FLF. Moving on, another bright idea from our commander-in-chief. Biden plans to use taxpayer money to fund Amtrak to send illegal aliens to American towns. Well, hey, at least Amtrak now has a use. Rumor has it that Biden administration is on the verge of using Amtrak to transport illegal migrants from parts of the U.S. Uh, from parts of the U.S.-Mexican border. According to 19 House Republicans, President Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security is planning on using hard-earned taxpayer money to fund the transportation of illegal aliens from the border to cross into the country. The House Transportation Committee blames Biden's urgent need to end Title 42 for the massive spike of illegals crossing the border, inciting GOP members to heighten the need to expose the president's plans. In a letter to Amtrak officials, Republicans cautioned that Biden may use their transportation services for processing if immigration checkpoints are inundated with new arrivals, furthering the crisis at the border. The letter starts, We are concerned about the impact that a significantly greater border surge could cause to your services and the potential use of Amtrak in the administration's response to a self-created border crisis. Such a situation would cause disruptions for Amtrak customers as well as interrupt freight traffic that could further exacerbate the supply chain crisis and also would constitute the use of significant amounts of taxpayer funds and resources to aid in the vast movement of illegal migrants into American communities, the letter continued. The Republicans said that they're deeply concerned that Amtrak's resources will be used to move undocumented people. Continues, we are deeply concerned that Amtrak resources, especially those supporting the Sunset Limited route, will be used to transport these undocumented persons. Such a situation would cause disruptions for Amtrak customers as well as interrupt freight traffic. And so it's basically repeating that last line, but the GOP members letter read the customs border and protection announced earlier this week that nearly 200,000 illegal migrants have entered the u.s in july alone taking the total so far this fiscal year to 1.946 million encounters that's insane and here's the let's take a look at the totals here from the epic times 4.9 million illegal aliens crossed us border in 18 months since biden took office nearly 5 million illegal immigrants have crossed us borders in the 18 months since president joe biden took office according to a new report a total of 4.9 million illegal aliens including some 900,000 gotaways who evaded apprehension and have since disappeared into american communities have entered the country by the end of july Federation for American Immigration Reform said in a statement on August 16th. 
roughly the equivalent of the entire population of Ireland has illegally entered the United States in the 18 months President Biden has been in office, with many being released into American communities, Fair President Dan Stein said in a press release. He blamed Biden for putting the unprecedented surge down to external factors, not the administration's own sabotage of immigration laws. After rolling back key Trump-era policies, Biden presided over the largest number of apprehensions of illegal immigrants at the U.S.-Mexico border in a calendar year in history recording almost 1.9 million arrests last year. Now it's time for the topic that I love, sports. Well, this is more about a former athlete here, one who I used to respect. Dwayne Wade files to legally change the name of his son in order to conform with gender identity. The Blast reports they obtained the legal documents noting that Wade wants his 15-year-old son's name legally changed from Zion Malachi Aramis Wade to Zaya Malachi Aramis Wade. The documents purportedly explain the reason for the name change is to conform with gender identity. Wade's ex-wife, I'm not even going to try with that first name. Okay, I will. Siobhan Funches. (laughs) I don't know, Uh, who is the mother of Zion, was notified of the decision with the blast quoting the documents. Pursuant to the terms of the final custody judgment, Wade has full authority to make decisions on behalf of the petitioning minor, and he is not required to receive consent from Miss Funchess Wade. As a courtesy, Miss Funchess Wade has received notice of this petition. Wade claimed his son believed he was a girl when he was 12 years old during an appearance on the Ellen Show, which I didn't even know still existed. Thanks for being here. That Thank was you. a clip from the ESPN docu- documentary. And um, first of all, I just I think it's what every you know every parent should be is what you're being right now, which is unconditionally loving your child and supporting you. your child in whoever they are. I mean, that's. There are so many parents that are just, oh, you're not going the way I imagined or wanted you to be and freak out, and you're so loving and supportive of Zaya, and and what a special child she is. Yes, she is, she is. Thank you so much for that. Um, First of all, me and my wife, my wife Gabrielle um, Union, we are are proud, when I say proud, we are proud parents um, of a child in the LGBTQ plus um, community, and we're proud allies as well. Um, and we, we take our, our roles and our responsibility as parents very seriously. Um, so when our, when our child comes home with uh, a question, when our child comes home with an issue, when our child comes home with anything, it's our job as parents to listen to that, to give them the best information that we can, the best feedback that we can. Um, and that doesn't change because sexuality is now involved in it. So once Zaya, our 12-year-old, came home um, and first Zion, everybody, I don't know if everyone knows, originally named Zion, Zion born... Um, as a boy, came home and said, hey, uh, so I want to talk to you guys. Um, You know, I think going forward, I'm ready to live my truth. And I want to be referenced as she and her. Uh, I would love for you guys to call me Zaya. And so internally, now is our job to, one, go out and get information, to reach out to every relationship that we have. My wife reached out to everybody on the the, uh, cast of Pose. Um, we're just trying to figure out as much information we can to make sure that we give our child the best opportunity to be, you know, her best self. Yeah, I mean, I would think that it's one thing... 
It's one thing to to have this at home, but n knowing that she's going to be out in the world because yeah. you're a public figure, and even if you weren't, she's going to school, and to want to be protective and to make sure she's safe, yes. um, that must be a scary thing because it's one thing for you to love her and ex and and your wife to love her, but that must you just want everyone to love her the same way. Exactly. And once Zion, once Zion came home and said, hey, I'll, you call me Zion, I'm ready to take on this, um, I looked at it and said, you are a leader. You are a leader, and this is our opportunity to allow you to be a voice. Right now, it's through us, because she's 12 years old, but eventually, it would be through her. Ah, well, there's the problem. Dwayne Wayne has abdicated his role as father of the home and is letting his wife and son wear the pants or dress in the family, whichever way you want to take it. Wade, as the captain, has crashed his family's ship into our culture's insanity, and now his children are paying the price for his weak and effeminate leadership. Wade also wrote in an out-deleted Instagram post, quote, everyone allow her, her to reintroduce herself. Her name is Zaya Wade. Last night, Wade was Zaya's first red carpet, and we couldn't have been prouder of how she handled the questions that were asked of her, end quote. Heartbreaking stuff. Wade thinks he's helping his son by supporting his gender dysphoria. But if you ask me, he's just guaranteed that his son is going to despise his father in the long run. This has been your CrossPolitik Daily News Brief. If you liked the show, hit that share button down below. If you want to sign up for our conference, sign up for a club membership, or sign up for a magazine subscription, well, you can do all of that at FightLabBeast.com, a one-stop shop. And as always, if you'd like to send me a news story, ask about our conference, or become a corporate partner of CrossPolitik, email me at Garrison at FightLabBeast.com. For CrossPolitik News, I'm Garrison Hardy. Have a great day, and Lord bless.